What's going on, everybody? I'm not going to lie. It's been pretty tough to kill time until I head to Florida. It was so close to Thanksgiving, it just didn't make sense to leave then. So we're going to get going down there next week. But it's been fun running the questions and the polls and seeing your guys' opinion. It seems like, for the most part, the guys that are still left hanging on, listeners, are golfers, and they get it. You know, me personally, I don't have kids. I don't have a family. So golf course to me is conditions and tournaments. That's all I care about. You know, if conditions and tournaments are good, I'm going to stay and I'm going to eat. I'm going to drink. I'm going to bring guests. I'm going to have fun. But at the end of the day, I'm fine with a trailer. Everybody has different expectations and different desires. You got to understand who you are as a club and who you're targeting. If you're advertising weddings, dinners, tents, that's who you're going to get. The golfers in the area are going to go find a club that has good conditions and good tournaments. If your club is running brambles and scrambles and all these different things to cater to the new COVID golfer, you're probably going to alienate the core golfer. Right? We want to play golf, especially those of us that work five, six days a week, not myself included right now, but we want to play golf. We don't want to play a scramble, right? I don't want to go play a great golf course and have to wait and play somebody else's drive, not turn in a score. Hey, would you shoot there? Ah, we played a scramble. So as you start to see the vibe of your, tur- your club, what are the tournaments doing? Do you still have the board events? Board events, what's that? I'm talking about the club events where the boards line the locker room. Are they still a pride? Are they still a major attraction at your club? Or is it falling by the wayside? I got an email yesterday from a guy that said, you know, the tea gifts have been terrible lately. The logo's no good and outdated. That's a battle that you have to fight between tradition and sales, right? Um, logos from 100-year-old clubs a lot of times look like logos from 100-year-old clubs. Some clubs it's worth polishing. Some clubs it's too much tradition not to, right? So that's what you have to decide what is your club. That's what I'm talking about. When I ask these polls, what's the club vibe? Players club or, you know, bachelor party. Is your golf pro going to play tournaments? Is he bringing groups to play pro-ams? Is he competitive? Does he get it? How about your superintendent? Do they play golf? You think there's any shock that a guy like Tom Colombo at Hyannisport that plays golf is a tournament player and gets it? Keeps his golf course a certain way? How about Kurt at DW Field in Brockton? Played with three guys this weekend that said... Every year when they're talking about greens, they say DW is the best out of the three. It's a muni track. He gets it. He's a tournament player. He's not worried about snack bars and, you know, cocktails and beverage carts. He understands that if his golf course is good, it will be full and all those other things take care of themselves. I played there Friday. I spent $30 on beers and drinks and hot dogs. And If you're on property, you're spending money. That's what 
frustrates me about clubs that don't get member guests and they try to nickel and dime it and take money out of the pot and the purse, especially clubs that own the golf shop. You're already getting 100% of sales on the merchandise. Break even on the golf and the food that day. It's an advertisement. Show off your jewel. Do hit the green double your money. Run a raffle. Raffle's so easy. You get 120 guys on property. If all of them spend $20 on the raffle, right? $2,500 in product that you can give out out of your golf shop to help empty the inventory. When you're running tournaments and you're making money on the food and beverage and taking green fees out of the pot, you're taking money out of the credit. That's how you get stuck in November with $30,000 worth of inventory. You didn't give out credit. You know, last year, same guy won all the credit. This was the perfect opportunity this year to give out a ton of credit and get guys spending money in the golf shop. You guys were too busy worried about everything else. It's just frustrating to watch. Um... But it's so many clubs, so many of that mid-level club. The high-end clubs, it doesn't matter to them. And the low-end clubs just can't do it. The mid-level clubs, it's so important to give a good product. Golf course is what matters. Those are the guys that want to play golf, that want to join a, a good 18-hole solid track but can't afford to get on the waiting list or can't afford $50,000 initiation, right? Most of the places, it's not the dues. Once you get in, yeah, it's not cheap, but it's they're kind of all around within a couple grand of each other. It's the big nut up front, you know, the $25,000, $50,000 initiations. Does your club have that? Do you have a waiting list? Look around you. Where are the other clubs? Where? What levels are they at? What are the conditions? You know, these are the things that customers always ask me in my bay. And, and, you know, you have to be careful. No, I couldn't tell the customer. I know it's been three months. My owner didn't pay the bills. We're on credit hold again. Sorry, he ruined your Christmas. Do you see these clubs? They just, it's, there's a right and a wrong way. It's not my way. It's golf. There's a right and a wrong way. And when it's done the wrong way, people get pissed. That's when you have these conversations. That's when they're in my DMs. I could post DMs all summer of the conditions at Caddyshack too, But I didn't want to do that. I didn't want this podcast to be about that. I wanted this podcast to be about golf and the other side of golf. How many guys shoot 90 and go happy-go-lucky and post scrambles online? Play a hole with me while I make fucking 12. That's not entertaining for me, right? It's not entertaining for most golfers. Conversation of, oh, dude, I played DW last week. Greens with lightning. That's the conversations we had. Dude, what's going on over there? Places a mud puddle, right? How many golf courses do you know that golf course isn't great, but have survived 100 years because of the conditions? The one I grew up at is one perfect example. 1895, 5,500 yards right on the water. They've survived for 100 years because they had good conditions. 
How many times have you heard, oh, why would you join that? Places Why? Because it's good for your short game. It teaches you to hit it straight. And I never have to worry about going there and saying the greens are terrible. That's why you join there. And when you offer that product, people will come. And when you offer even better product of good tournaments, sky's the limit, right? You make money on everything else, break even on the tournament. Break even on the food. Give them one. Give the members one. Let them feel like they got one on you. Not understanding that they dropped another $100 in the four days over at the bar. Or bought a glove or a sleeve of balls or a shirt or rain jacket if it was going to rain. If people are on property, they're spending money. The way to get them on property and spending money is good golf. That's it. So, you know, you can argue here and there why golf is bad, what money, what budget, this, that, and the other thing. At the end of the day, the greenskeeper. Nobody likes to see a guy lose his job. Did he stand up for himself? I would say things to my owner and be like, dude, I, you can fire me. That's fine. I'm not doing that. I had one owner once tell me I should call Brendan at the country club and ask him if I could sell his logo in my golf shop. And he was going to fire me if I didn't call him. I walked out, shrugged my shoulders and said, I'll start looking for a job tomorrow because I'm not going to embarrass myself, right? So when it comes down to do we put that chemical application, do we do that top dress? Yes, you do it. Why? Because golf is first. If you put out a good product, you'll have customers. All right, guys, to say it's been a rough 13, 14 months would be an understatement. The holidays mean a little bit more this year. You know, I'm uh, getting ready to leave town. I can't wait to get down to Sunshine State, throw some bags on my shoulders. But to all of you guys who have been here from day one and supported me, agree and disagree, right? We can talk, we can discuss, we can go back and forth. At the end of the day, it's all in good fun. Thank you guys so much. I hope everybody has a great Thanksgiving. We'll see you next week. Let's go.